A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Isn't it annoying when a video game boss seems way harder to get to than to actually fight? Well, it happens more often than you'd think. No matter how tough your towering opponent is, the road standing between them and you can be fraught with peril. And sometimes you're just lucky to make it to the end in one piece before the fight. So let's take a look at them today. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 video game boss gauntlets that made you rage quit. Number 10. Hellforge Diablo 2 the bosses of Diablo 2 are wickedly strong, and if you're not prepared for them, you'll end up having to kill them just by chipping away their health pixel by pixel until you die and respawn again in real time. Now, hardcore fans will definitely scoff at this method, but for first-time players, fighting bosses means two things, death and then repeatedly pelting it back to where you were dealt with. In Act 4, you'll get to face off against the Lord of Terror himself, right after destroying his brother Mephisto Soulstone in the Hellforge. On the way are hordes of the toughest demon enemies in the game, which you can either take the time to slice through or dart past in order to get to your objective quicker. Now true, by killing them you're given a clear path to Diablo that becomes nothing more than an annoyingly long walk, but if you're impatient and try to run past them, then it's very likely that you'll find yourself pinned into a corner and torn apart like a piñata in a piranha tank. Not only that, but if you're having some trouble with Diablo and decide to tackle him another day, booting up the game again will cause all of these enemies along the gauntlet to respawn. Hope you've been saving those healing potions for this. Number 9. Corona Mountain Super Mario Sunshine how fitting that an area with Corona in the name would cause nothing but misery and frustration. Now, this is the final level that Mario must flip himself through in order to reach Bowser and save Princess Peach again. Unlocked after collecting enough shine sprites through Delfino Isle, this vile volcano is filled with spike traps, flame pits, precarious ledges, and, of course, lava everywhere you turn. The hardest part of this level is the boat section, requiring you to sail your way through and around a minefield of stalagmites, with only flood as your means of steering the bloody thing, crash into anything, and it's an instant failure. Oh, and also, there are no checkpoints, so if you die, you have to start the gauntlet all over again, each and every time. And what rubs it in the most is that Bowser is actually a fairly easy boss once you reach him, but it's the grind that you'll have to go through to reach him in the first place that'll really have you going, mamma mia. Number 8. Cannon's Core Sonic Adventure 2 the difficulty of Sonic Adventure 2 fluctuates greatly depending on which character that you're playing as, with the laid-back treasure hunts of Knuckles and Rouge, the linear mech shooter sections of Tails and Dr. Eggman, and the classic speed circuits of Sonic and Shadow, the pace of the game is in a constant state of change, so imagine having to do them all one after the other with a shared life counter between everyone. Yep, that's the final level of the game, Cannon's Core, which is unlocked after completing both the hero and dark story modes. You play as every character sequentially barring Shadow, making for the longest and most grueling endurance test by a clear mile, and losing all of your lives means that you're going to have to start the whole thing all over again. Now sure, once you reach the final boss, you'll be done with this level once and for all, but the insane clusters of enemies, huge areas, and tiny margin for error are guaranteed to rile you up way more than the upcoming fight with the bio-lizard ever could. Given that Knuckles' stage is mostly underwater, you're going to want the air necklace for this level, and if you don't have it, well, let's just say that Cannon's Core will not 
be one of your favorites. Number seven, Emperor Daviculus, Brutal Legend. Now, Brutal Legend's mid-game difficulty spike is utterly insane. As soon as the gameplay transitions from rudimentary hack-and-slash action into real-time strategy, you're suddenly going to experience a lot of crushing defeat straight out of nowhere. The few levels preceding the game's finale also has Eddie Riggs and his band clash with the brooding forces of the Drowning Doom. Winding up in the Sea of Black Tears, the big bad Emperor Daviculus eventually shows up and decides to put an end to Riggs' kick-ass revolution once and for all. The entire army of the Tainted Coil is chucked at you without warning, and while defending your stage, your goal is also to destroy the two living clock towers on either side of Daviculus's fortress. Once one of them goes down, you'll have to summon your hot rod the juice and drive it straight into the tower's eye, and trust me, that is much easier said than done. You'll want to use sheer brute force this time around. The sooner the towers are defeated, the sooner you can drive straight up into the fortress and lock yourself in for the boss fight, which is unbelievably easy by comparison. Oh yeah, and try doing this on brutal difficulty. Ow. Number 6. Metroid Prime Metroid Prime now, here's where the luxury of the boss checkpoint is totally and utterly stripped away from you. Metroid Prime uses save stations as its only means of recording your progress, and when you die, you'll respawn at the last one that you saved at. As you'd expect then, this can sometimes involve long and annoying treks back to wherever you were killed, so make sure to pay a visit to every station you come across. The game's final boss, Metroid Prime, is an absolutely worthy opponent, requiring you to use all of your beam weapons and visors that you've collected over the course of the game. Even just figuring out its mechanics will probably involve at least one death on your part, and of course, that means that you'll have to make your way back up those tricky platforms to the boss room, which sounds simple enough on paper, right? Well, it would be if it weren't for the Metroids that were nipping at you every step of the way. Getting grabbed by them will most likely knock you right back to the bottom, as well as draining your health. And don't even get me started on those infuriating fission Metroids. Jesus Christ. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates 
fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employees agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Number five, Hagar's Cavern, Salt and Sanctuary. As a Souls-like game, it's no surprise that Salt and Sanctuary doesn't give you an easy time at any point, let alone when you're bashing your head against a hard boss. Now, Hager's Cavern is a particularly dark and dangerous area of the island, and one that you can get to fairly early on in the game. Most of the time, then, when you arrive, you're likely to be pretty underleveled, but still have that bit of cockiness over having killed your way here in the first place. Now, the enemies in the cavern are quite the cut above what you've come up against so far. The teleporting, angsty bones enemies are the headache of the century, and will follow you right across the map if you don't stop and kill them. As such, navigating your way to the arena boss, the disemboweled husk, is a pretty laborious task. And each time you die, you're going to have to do it all over again. And likely you'll want to take some shortcuts, which will unfortunately ultimately kill you even more. Also, if one of the angsty bones teleports its way to the boss arena with you, don't expect to live very long at all. Number 4. The Crystal Cave Dark Souls you knew that it was coming at some point, right? Despite fans blowing its difficulty out of proportion, Dark Souls is still a tough experience however you choose to play. And even for the mightiest of Souls veterans, the series' infamous boss runs can easily make short work of you if you're not careful. The Crystal Cave, which is adjoined to the Duke's archive, is what contributed greatly to the insanity of the Duke himself, Seath the Scaleless. And it's likely to do the same thing to you, given that you have to traverse this death trap every time you die to the demented Pale Drake. From the ground up, this place is is designed to mess with your head. If the crystal golems leading up to it weren't bad enough, the walkways that are literally invisible and can only be seen by cleverly placed prism stones are enough to drive you utterly mad. And past this point are six man-eater shells that are just waiting for you, hoping to chow down on you for lunch. What a terrible walk of shame. And to top it all off, Seath isn't even that good of a boss by Dark Souls standards. Cheers, mate. Number 3. Clock Tower, Castlevania Symphony of the Night Anyone who's played Castlevania Symphony of the Night will know exactly where this is going. The bosses of Dracula's Castle ain't got nothing on this hellish back-and-forth death crawl. Near the top right corner of the castle is a stony path leading to the inside of a clock tower. The enemies outside are new, but nothing that you can't handle. But it's when you get inside that the nightmares really begin. Because I'm talking about the bloody Medusa heads. They spawn infinitely, travelling across the screen in a wavy pattern, and getting hit by them will cause petrification, leaving you unable to to move for a few seconds, which is a damned annoyance when you're required to climb over moving cogs that will eventually tip you off the end. At the end stretch of this is Malthus, a reoccurring boss of the Castlevania series, and compared to the buffeting that you've just taken against those snake-haired little sods, the fight will be over quicker than Mike Tyson against an 80-year-old priest. It's areas like these that the term rage-quitting was invented for, because bloody hell this was rough. Number 2. Old King Alant, Demon's Souls 
My god, this game should really be titled Boss Runs From Hell. Virtually any boss gauntlet from the demon's souls would fit right in on this list, but there's one among them that will have you bursting blood vessels from how hard you're crunching the controller on your bloody hands, and that would be the run to Old King Alant. It really adds insult to injury that the hardest boss in the game also has the most unforgiving boss run. From the World 1-4 Archstone, fight your way past a group of archers, a trio of black phantoms, and a tower filled with explosive barrels and red-eye knights, and that's all before you make it to the real challenge, the blue dragon that breathes fire down onto a narrow walkway, which is blocked already by fat ministers, meaning that running straight across is almost impossible. So the safest method is to kill the ministers with a bow and then sprint across in between bursts of fire. After that, the dragon will block your way again, and under certain conditions, a black phantom NPC will have a go at you as well. Now, excluding the phantoms who don't actually respawn, you'll have to go through all of that every time you die to King Alant. If this run is what stopped you from completing the game at all, literally no one would blame you. And number one, the frigid outskirts. Dark Souls 2 Crown of the Ivory King DLC. Now, I know what a lot of you are going to be saying. Oh, but usually you only do one franchise per list. But you know what? This was so bloody difficult that I feel like it merits its own inclusion here. Because the frigid outskirts are an absolute abomination. The intermittent blizzard that prevents you from seeing where you're going is an interesting mechanic for sure and could have been used in a much more clever way. But as it is, you basically just have to stand still until it passes, then make the mad dash in the direction that you were going before it starts up again. Now this alone makes the run to the area's boss, Lud and Zalan, the king's pets, maddening enough, as you'll be lucky to even find your way there. But the fun doesn't stop there, my friend. Oh no. Because during the blizzards, you'll have to deal with the infinitely spawning, extremely damage-resistant lightning reindeers that charge at you out of nowhere. These enemies can destroy you in seconds, and even if you manage to fend off one of them, another will show up moments later and leave you with the boiling urge to drive your foot straight through the bloody TV. The developer's should have known better than this. And the final kicker of this despicable situation is that the bosses are literally just a reskin of a previous boss. There's nothing to gain from exploring the frigid outskirts. So you know what? Do yourself a favor and go somewhere else instead. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.